You are listening to the Risk Insights Blogcast. This is an audio version of a blog article. The article was originally published on the website riskinsights.com.au. You can find a link to the article in the show notes. In this episode, we outline common SOC report myths. If you use or plan to use cloud-based or hosted software, how do you ensure that the service provider is protecting your systems and data? Rely on their SAS 70 reports, right? Not quite. In this article, we explain why this is not the right answer and explore a few other common myths. Background. System and Organization Controls, SOC, reports used to be conducted in accordance with SAS 70 in the U.S. A few years ago, SAS 70 was replaced by, in the U.S., S.S.A.T.16, then S.S.A.T.18. Globally, I.S.A.T.3402. In Australia, A.S.A.T.3402. For audits conducted in accordance with these standards, a SOC report is produced. There are various types of SOC reports, including 1. SOC 1, frequently used, focuses on internal controls over financial reporting. Use of the report is restricted. 2. SOC 2, less frequent, focuses on trust services criteria, security, availability, processing integrity, confidentiality or privacy. Use of the report is restricted. 3. SOC 3, similar to SOC 2, but for general use i.e., can be freely distributed. 4. SOC for cybersecurity, focuses on cybersecurity risk management. 5. SOC for supply chains, under development at the time this article was written. In broad terms, SAS 70 reports have been replaced by SOC 1 reports. SOC 1 Myths 1. Certification or Compliance Myth, the outsourced service provider is certified or compliant. For example, SAS 70 certified or SOC 1 compliant. Reality, this is a common misconception. And a dangerous one. Why? Because it creates a false sense of security. The reports are provided using well-defined standards, but the reports themselves do not represent certification. Other standards may allow for certification for example, ISO 27001. SOC 1 reports do not. These are reports with an opinion. An organization that says they are certified may be misrepresenting their status. 2. Qualified opinions. Myth. A qualified SOC report is the same as qualified financials, which is bad. Reality, the nature of, and reason for the qualification, that is, why the report was qualified, needs to be considered. A qualification isn't necessarily a blanket failure. A financial audit opinion relates to the financial records overall, including various processes and controls. SOC 1 reports are largely controls-focused, so a qualification will typically be specific to one or more control objectives. The controls usually represent a small subset of the larger control environment related to financial reporting. 3. Use of SOC 1 reports. Myth. The reports can be used to determine the level of control over all IT risks. Reality. Again, a dangerous misconception. Here risk management creates more risk because the reports are relied on beyond their intended purpose. The reports are designed for specific purposes. 
SOC 1 reports are designed for financial statement misstatement risk i.e., for use by the external auditors of the service organization's customers. In fact, the reports will state that this is the intended use. The relevant standards were created because many service organizations, for example, shared services providers, did not want multiple auditors coming in and asking the same questions, testing the same controls, etc. With the SOC 1 report, auditing is performed once, then relied on by their customers' auditors for customers' financial audits. Using a SOC 1 report to obtain comfort regarding all other risks, for example privacy, is dangerous. There may be some overlap in risk-slash-control, but they are not designed to cover related assurance requirements. Use SOC 1 reports with care. What you could do instead? There is no way to completely mitigate the risks and still be in business. But you can take steps to manage the risk. 1. Ask questions at inception, and then regularly, about how your systems and data will be kept secure. As an example, the Shared Assessments Organization has a toolkit. Others exist. Or you can create your own. 2. Ask about other types of SOC reports, for example, SOC 2. If opting for SOC 2, check whether this is a type I, point in time, or type 2, over a period report. 3. Consider other forms of assurance for example, via the service provider's internal auditors. 4. Use the elements of the SOC 1 report, as appropriate and with care. Some of it might be relevant, but it will generally not cover all the areas you need. 5. Ask your internal audit team or your risk team for help. That's the end of this article. You can find more information and a link to the original article in the show notes.